Welcome to the More Than Fitness Podcast. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to mini-sode number 134. On today's mini-sode, we have a wonderful guest question. As I mentioned to you guys in the last mini-sode, I'm going to start taking your all's questions uh, more often if you have them for these mini-sodes. It could be about anything. It could be about training, nutrition, life, etc. Whatever you can think of, I want to hear from you. Uh, and to submit your question, you can just click the link in the description. All right. The first question is from Sarthak. I think I'm saying that correctly. Uh, Sarthak, thank you for your question. Uh, they ask, machines versus free weights. Which one is more effective? <clears throat> this is kind of the, the age-old debate that, that people like to, to go back and forth on. And you'll have you know, bodybuilders and powerlifters fighting against each other, bodybuilders saying the, uh, preaching about the uses of, of more machine-based type stuff. So, uh, um, things like plate loaded machines, or, or maybe it's a pin loaded machine or something like cables, right? That's more typically thought of as like bodybuilding focused type workouts. And then you have powerlifting, which is all about, um, uh, you know, barbells, maybe dumbbells. And that would be, that would be mostly it. Um, but the, the answer is, uh, as usual, it depends. Uh, it's going to, it's going to depend on your goals, but we'll just for sake of simplicity, we'll keep it for the norm here on the more, the fitness podcast. And that's for, for people primarily, uh, probably trying to gain muscle and lose fat and be really fucking awesome people. Right. So the, the first two, this will definitely cover. And I guess it, the, the latter, the being really fucking awesome, that can be a um, subsidiary effect from this. I think subsidiary. I think that's the right word. Um, yeah, so free weights versus machines, they're both useful. They're useful for different things. Uh, for machines, what's interesting is I think a lot of people figured this out with uh, the pandemic you don't actually need a ton to get in, uh, maybe not the best workout, but at least a workout. And, and you can do your best for the most part with even just, uh, you know, a couple random dumbbells. Uh, or if you have a barbell and plates, you know, you're set. You can do mostly everything. That said, you also realize the shortcomings that even having dumbbells or, or maybe plates and a barbell that you still have... Um, uh, uh, some, some shortcomings of, of exercises that you want to do to hit certain muscle groups or to, to challenge a certain movement. Uh, and, and that's kind of the, the main thing here. And so I'll kind of go over the pros and cons, uh, of both, but the, the best program, uh, as you'll understand by the end of this is going to have, uh, um, ideally you're going to have both. You're going to have probably the majority of your workout come from free weights. Uh, and then, but there's going to be certain things that machines uh, and things like cables that they can do that the free weights can do, but maybe not um, the, the most effective way or the safest way to elicit that um, same response, right? So for free weights, some of the things that, that I have down here is that they're typically most effective per rep. And so for, for people who are workout minimalists or, or maybe you only have 30 minutes to work out, you know, it's probably not good to 
go over to the 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 pulley station and just start doing some cable exercises because uh, you're not getting the biggest bang for your buck with each rep. If you do something like a deadlift, the reason why the big movements are the big movements uh, is, is for a reason. It's because you can get a complete total body workout and, and hit multiple different muscle groups at the same time. Uh, and then that's you, you combine those together. You can get a really high quality total body workout, um, you know, within 30 minutes just by doing a couple sets of, let's say, deadlifts and bench press. Right. It's, it's you're, you're mostly covering the entire movement or the entire body with just those two exercises. Of course, there's a there's a little bit in between. But for the most part, you're going to cover a lot with just those. Uh, whereas if you just did something like a, a cable row um, and, and you know leg extensions it's not it's not going to cover that um, so so it's more effective per rep and then this also leads to uh, it's also more efficient so it's it's more time efficient um, and uh, uh, yeah it, I guess yeah alluding to the the last point I just realized I'm I'm basically repeating myself more, more effective per rep and more efficient kind of go go hand in hand uh, but also from a, a standpoint of whenever I have clients who come to me and they say hey uh, maybe I gave them a, a few more machine based exercises because maybe they told me they really like machines so I'm going to include more of those in their their training program but then they say hey what do I do whenever it's a really busy gym you know there's there's not many there's not many machines open or I can't superset these certain exercises and I'm like hey okay so what we're going to do is we're going to mimic the same movement but we're just going to use dumbbells so I would dumbbells or kettlebells this is why kettlebells are also a great type of free weight movement because you can do they're so versatile right there, there's so many different things that you can do with them uh to get in a great workout that don't require getting a bunch of different machines right and so what i what i tell the client is like hey grab a couple well of course whatever exercise it is grab the dumbbells that you need for that exercise and just kind of go to a corner or a free space uh, and just knock out the the exercise there obviously if you have to use a bench or something like that it's more difficult but for the most part how can we figure out how to make this exercise just completely dumbbell based or uh, even body weight based right so even if the dumbbells are really taken the barbell benches are taken the machines are taken you can if you're, you're trying to hit chest you can always do push-ups right so just how can we how can we make it as minimalist as possible that's what free weights uh, um, are great at as well <clears throat> the other thing is going to be the the obvious argument that i think a lot of uh people tend to use and that's just the the natural paths of movement that you can use with things like dumbbells right whenever you're doing a, a chest press or something the the dumbbells are allowed to move in different degrees of freedom as you're going down and up and that can typically uh, prevent injury it's going to allow for other stabilizer muscles to be used uh, again you're not in this fixed path that can be caused by say like a smith machine or something like that you're challenging other muscle groups. You're probably challenging your core a little bit more. Uh, and again, it's just more effective per rep at hitting more muscles. Um, and, and this, this also leads me to the, um, 
It probably also allows for greater increases in total strength simply because you are challenging so many muscle groups at the same time and you are challenging your stability uh, a little bit more than maybe something like a um, uh, like a hack squat for example or a leg press you know your stability isn't super challenged within those movements whereas if you have something like a barbell squat talk of like that's that's one of the the most stabilizing muscle uh, or I'm sorry one of the most stabilizing exercises you can probably do if you can you can do a deep squat with heavy weight on your back it's like you're gonna have to have pretty damn good stability to do that uh, you know people talk about stability and think about stability as these like a single leg RDL or something like that or doing shit on a BOSU ball it's like no Stability is whenever you can take your one rep max on a squat, do do a deep squat and stand back up and have the bar path, you know, pretty, pretty stable and not do any big jerky movements or anything like that. It's like you've got to create a lot of force and also have a lot of stability within the same movement uh, to to fluidly complete that rep. And so, yeah, you want to work on your stability you get really strong on these these heavy movements. Think about also like a overhead um, press, like a shoulder press with a barbell, you know, you're going to have to have pretty good stability with that or a front squat, right? That's, that's also going to be really difficult to do if you don't have good stability. Um, so all of these things combined probably, uh, lead to better total strength overall. Okay. And then I think those are the main things for, for free weights that are, that come to, that come to mind. I'm trying to think probably should have done this before I started the podcast, but I wrote some down, but I was wondering if there's going to be any more that popped in my head. But for the most part, I think that that covers that covers the majority of the benefits from free weights. And then for machines, right? I think the first thing this goes, some of the, 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 the downfalls of free weights, um, or I'm sorry, some of the, some of the advantages of free weights is also, uh, or I'm sorry, I would have said it right. Damn it. <laughs> Some of the downfalls of free weights are the benefits of cables and machines. There we go. Got it. So what I was saying, so think of like the Smith machine, right? You're not going to have, you're not going to use as many stabilizer muscles uh, um, as you would with a typical bench press where you have a free range of motion. Um, however, if you have joint pain or if you're specifically trying to just overload the the chest or, or, or a certain muscle group, this is where things like cables and machines can be very useful because let's say you have joint pain or something and there's a particular muscle group that you want to challenge, but whenever you use a barbell or dumbbell, it tends to get really achy. But whenever you use a machine, for example, and it keeps you in this uh, certain path, this certain movement, it locks you into that and you don't have to worry about stabilizing or anything else, well, then you can, you can really overload that muscle well without having to worry about uh, your injury or you can work around an injury or the, any joint pain that kind of comes with that. The next point is going to be what I alluded to in the beginning with the shutdowns. So cables and machines typically make things easier whenever it comes to certain movements. And I think the one movement that probably everyone thinks about whenever you, you think about shutdowns is something like some type of pull down movement. So in, unless you can do pull ups, which most people can't at least do them correctly and effectively, uh, most people can't do pull ups. So it's just like then you're you're kind of shit out of luck whenever it comes to uh, really targeting some type of a pulling movement really effectively um, 
doing a, a vertical pull for the most part and, and typically trying to target the lats. It's just very difficult to do even with, with bands and things. It just doesn't feel as good as say something like a, a lat pull down does, right? Um, or, or, or using some type of cables or some type of machine. Uh, for the most part, yeah, it, it's, it's hard to mimic that with just dumbbells or barbells. You can do rows and things that, ca that can kind of target your lats uh, a little bit more. Uh, however, I think for a complete uh, back development and a complete um, repertoire of natural movements and, and movements that you probably should be completing regularly for overall health, just general joint health, uh, musculature, et cetera, et cetera. It's probably a good idea to have some type of vertical pull in there. And it's just hard to do um, without having some type of pull down unless you can do a variation of a pull up, right? Or chin up, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and lastly, I think the most important thing here is that you can overload a position more uh, effectively with cables and machines than you can with dumbbells uh, and barbells, right? So I think one uh, really good example of this is going to be leg extensions. And then going back to, to um, the shutdowns, it's like how many of you maybe tried to create your own leg extension? And it's just very, very difficult to do so. Uh, and that's it's for a reason. But the, the great thing about leg extensions is that it's one of the few movements that actually challenge uh, or put a lot, place a lot of tension on the quads whenever they're in that shortened position. Whenever you, you lift your legs up, the VMO, right? It's just, it's in a really shortened position that is difficult to reach for any, with anything uh, that you use with, with dumbbells or, or barbells. Uh, as far as safely and effectively overloading the quads in the shortened position, the leg extension is very, very difficult to beat. And if, unless you can mimic that movement with something else, which is, again, very hard, well, then, you know, that, the machine's probably going to be best there. Um, and then another thing to think about with these is overloading muscle groups in uh, or, or so. Yeah, I guess I, I just kind of did. So in the in the sh you can overload the muscle in the shortened position. So think about, yeah, that's what I did with the, the leg extension. But think about cable flies versus dumbbell flies, right? So cable flies, what's you're gonna have? You're gonna have the tension coming from the outside of you, basically, right? And so whenever you bring your arms together and you bring your hands closer together and your elbows closer together, it's going to shorten your chest, right? It's going to shorten your pecs, and most of the tension is going to uh, it's going to be highest whenever your chest is in that shortened position. So that's whenever the most tension is going to be placed on the muscle in that shortened position. But then as you you let your arms go back out, right? That's whenever the tension is a little bit um, it's it's lesser, right? Because whenever you're you're going out, the the cables are getting closer to the, the pulley system and some of that tension is going away, right? Now think about the reverse. Think about with dumbbell flies, where do you think the dumbbell flies are going to have the most tension, whereas the cables will not, right? Whenever you have dumbbells, so as you, you, you have the dumbbells, you hold them up, let's say you're holding them up just like you would in a press right in front of your chest, right close to your midline, all right? So then gravity is going to be pushing down towards the floor and then, but that's not going to place a lot of tension on your chest whenever they're pressed up like that. It'll be some on your shoulders, some on your chest, but the most tension is going to be whenever you're in that very lengthened position and your arms are spread out completely. I'm trying to show the, the, the video podcast and also explain it to you guys on the audio, but whenever your arms are fully stretched out and the dumbbells, uh, 
are in that or whenever your chest is in that lengthened position that's where the tension is going to be greatest so it's going to be greatest in that lengthened position and so you can have a combination of okay maybe you want to really uh, uh, push the chest and, and also the pec minor with cables and in that shortened position and then maybe after you do that for four weeks then you do dumbbell flies and then you have or you just do a different fly variation within your program uh, and then you use dumbbells and so it 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 overloads the muscle in the shortened position and in the lengthened position, but you use different moda modalities to reach that goal, right? Um, yeah, so that's that's basically the the main the main difference there. Um, all right, and I am I realize I'm at 16 minutes, but that's that's the main gist. That was the last point that I wanted to make with machines. Uh, Ideally, you can use both. They both have their purposes. Uh, if you want to bias one or the other, it would definitely be towards free weights. Um, but again, there's certain things machines can do that free weights can't. So that's it. Uh, um, Sarthak, thank you so much for your question. Again, if you have a question, uh, submit it in the description below. Uh, and that's it. Thank you guys, as always, for listening and for watching. See ya. And that is that, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than Fitness podcast. And please, if you could help me out a little bit here and leave a rate and review in iTunes and also take a screenshot and post it up on your IG story. Tag me at mattmcleod6. I'd love to share it. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast and also so that we can share the word with other people. I would love to build up this community, build up this tribe of people that we have like you and I uh, and get the word out there. Uh, also, if you want more free content, you can check the links in the description. I have my free four-week workout plan, The Ultimate Physique Development. And also, if you want to work with me online, one-on-one -on -one for personal coaching, you can check the link in the description as well. Uh, and anything else you need, please send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for listening.